Welcome to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, where our goal is to connect listeners to the great outdoors with hosts Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. I'm host Ben Brandell, owner of Meant to Be Outdoors, instructor of outdoor skills, and passionate about personal growth. I'm host Brian Hoffmeyer, wildlife biologist and avid outdoorsman. Welcome back to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Brian, with my co-host, Ben Brandell, and it is time for another Myth Monday episode. Some of you are going to really enjoy this episode. Some others, we might be breaking your heart today. We are going to be addressing whether or not drinking alcohol keeps you warm. When it's cold outside, you've heard over the years, oh, have a shot or, or take a drink. It'll help keep you warm. It'll warm you up. Is that true? Or is it not? You can probably guess before we get started, though, we need to give thanks. Yeah, Brian, I want to thank everyone listening, first and foremost. And then I really want to give an extra special thanks to those that have been supporting our podcast financially. So couldn't do what we do without everyone listening. So I just want to thank you for listening. Thank others that have been supporting us. Um, can't give enough thanks for that. Yeah, that that is... Uh how we get to keep going. We're thankful for that. We hope to see it grow even more. Right. Um, that, that is our desire. That's why we keep going uh, every week. Some of our motivation to, to sit down here and to keep sharing with people. Uh, so yeah, oh, to reiterate, thank you for listening. What I'm thankful for today um, is that God doesn't take vacation. You know, as, as this podcast is airing right now, coming out live, um, I'm on vacation. Uh, I'm on the beach and vacations are awesome they're nice it's a great time to get away and it's just a huge blessing to be able to even travel and get away and god provides those times those times of rest and he says that we need them so much so that he demands one day a week that we do that is it is a command of his but he doesn't take vacation and i'm so thankful for that he is always working on us he's always sanctifying us which is the process of making us more like him and we need that because our our we're never complete. We're never complete, and if if we think we are, and so many times in my life I have I have thought I am, uh, but He reveals to me the things that I need to work on and refine so that I can love people better for Him. And I uh, I'm very thankful for that that He never takes vacation, and I guarantee that while I'm on vacation, He's working on me just as much as He would while I'm at home. And I'm very 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 thankful for that. Hopefully, you get at least one day of rest while you're out there. Oh uh, yeah, I'll I'll ha- I'll get some naps that I that I won't get at home. That's for sure. <laughs> good, good. Get rested up. Yeah. So let let's jump into this topic about alcohol. This is one that's uh, highly shared, and I think it's really easy to believe because it can give somebody an excuse to to indulge in, yeah. in a in a, an adult beverage in a spirit, um, and it would be really cool if it were true because looking for ways to stay warm when it's cold outside like always looking for better ways right yeah you'd keep a just a little little shot of any kind of whiskey inside yeah. your first aid kit yeah you know <laughs> you could keep it in all kinds of places but to jump right to it it couldn't be further from the truth it's actually really dangerous alcohol not only does it not is the myth not true that it does not keep you warm it does not warm you up it actually does the opposite of that so it, right. it, it is actually something that makes you colder. It actually greatly increases your risk of getting hypothermia. The one positive thing of it is <clears throat> kind of explaining how it works is that alcohol is what's called a vasodilator, which means it actually expands 
your blood vessels, and it starts with the blood vessels closest to the skin. So it actually moves blood away from the center of your body to your skin. That's why it feels. You feel warm, but you really are not warmer. So when that process is happening, as it's moving blood and, and uh, vasodilating, as it's moving blood towards your skin, it is actually warming up your skin area, the outside of your body. So while that can actually stave off frostbite for a little bit, that doesn't really outweigh the impact that your core is getting colder, your organs, the things that are really important, the hypothermia. So it's kind of like saying, you might save your finger, but you're probably going to die. Like you need to weigh those out. Wouldn't you rather have your finger cut off than die? So that isn't really a positive, but if somebody were to say it can keep you from getting frostbite, they wouldn't exactly be wrong. Right, right. So I mean, there, there's maybe a tiny itty bit of truth within this myth, but to dig into what the myth really is that drinking alcohol will keep you warm, right? That is a myth because mm-hmm. our bodies internally, we're going to say 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Right, in like around your organs. Yeah, in yeah. your organs. Now, can they be a little bit cooler? Can they be a little bit warmer? Yes, but they are warmer than 98.6 degrees that we told because when we do our, our temperature checks on our forehead, under our tongue, that is different than doing it rectal. Right. If you do a rectal thermometer, you're actually going to get a little more exact. It's going to be a little more exact because you're internal, right? So when we're talking about 100 degrees, that is what your body is trying to keep constantly. Constantly. We've talked about this before. That's why it's so key. We don't want to lose that heat. Mm -hmm. So when we look at what are you drinking, what are you eating, what are you taking in, this is is something you and I have discussed when we're talking about shelters and clothing. Right. Our bodies have to maintain, we're going to say 100 degrees, internal mm-hmm. core, 98.6, 97, whatever you are. If you are taking in coffee, it's just been brewed, or you're taking in, you're eating a popsicle, because that's going into your body. You're ingesting and it's going into your stomach. Your body has to do something with that. It's either going to cool it down or heat it up because it needs to be at that 100 degree mark. Correct. And I say mark, it's whatever your body temperature is, for it to start breaking down and using it. That's why when I was a summer camp director, we would leave our Gatorade outside. Not in the sun, we had it in the shade, but we would keep it outside because now it's going to be not only room temperature, but it's outdoor temperature. So we're looking at about 80 degrees. So if you're needing to rehydrate somebody really quickly, it's going to work a lot faster by drinking it at that temperature then it would be pulling it out of the fridge and drinking it. Right. So now we get into alcohol. So now we're taking alcohol and we're saying that if we drink this, it's going to warm up our core. And you just told us that by taking in alcohol, going into our stomach, and that begins to expand our blood vessels. But let's add in one more piece to this. So if you're outside and you're cold, you're saying you're wanting to get warm. If you're carrying around a hundred proof whiskey with your with you on person then in theory, that 100-proof whiskey is probably the same temperature as it is outside. Right. Right. So it's going to be really, really cold. So it's going to be really, really cold. Because if you're cold and you're wanting to get warm, then you're probably carrying around this bottle that's that's just as cold. Right. So now you're saying you want to drink this to warm you up. But in reality, the danger of drinking whiskey is that alcohol takes on the temperature it is exposed to. So you and I, we've we actually... We do a survival scenario with a lot of our groups. We do, yeah. And inside this scenario, 
we give them like 10 objects that mm-hmm. they have to, to figure out which one's the most important and which one's the least yeah, important. Yeah, it's like a plane crash and they recovered these items and right. which one's most important in this situation and which one's least. And we always throw in the hunter-proof whiskey uh-huh. and it's fun. It's kind of like the loaded forty-five pistol. Like, what are yeah. you going to do with this? Uh-huh. You know, is this an item you really need? And it helps the group, the individual process through like, do I really need this? How would I use this in this survival right. situation? So we, we have a quart of a hunter-proof whiskey and a lot of people... We'll say, drink this, it, it'll warm this, me up. Drink it, it'll warm me up. So they like put it at the very beginning. But our scenario that we give is, you know, they're, they're maybe at a, they're in an environment where it's negative 22 degrees. Depends on, it just doesn't even matter the, the right. temperature. It is super, super cold. So after we finish here, we help them understand like the hunter proof whiskey isn't something that you really want to add. The only thing you're really going to use that for is possibly helping you start a fire or maybe antiseptic for a wound or antiseptic for a wound because 50 percent alcohol will burn correct and so you can use them for different things such as cleaning and or burning but if it was negative 22 outside alcohol takes on the same temperature as its environment so if it was negative 22 outside you are ingesting negative 22 degree alcohol into your system which Seems counterintuitive for sure. It is because it's it's going to kill you. Right. It will freeze you from the inside. So don't drink alcohol to warm you up. That is a myth. But alcohol has some use for the body. Right. Just to be clear on what we're saying here, because people are going to say, well, I've done this and I, I felt warmer. And you do. You you feel warmer because it is moving blood away from your central core Warm and blood. organs to yep. the surface of your body. But also that's really bad because now all your heat and your blood is where the wind and moisture can grab it and rip it away from you. It's Lose not it protected faster. inside your body. It's out here close to the surface now. So it can act. you will actually get colder faster. And the important things that need to be warm, like your heart, lungs, liver, all that, are now cooling. And once your core temperature starts going down, that's what exposes you to hypothermia. And I know for sure here in the Ozarks, and I know probably many other places I would assume the number one killer of the things that kill people in the outdoors is hypothermia. So alcohol is going to add to that number one one thing. You don't want mm-hmm. it around. It's also dehydrating. Correct. And you, you mentioned that um, our bodies go through this process of homeostasis of trying to keep, we're warm-blooded, we're trying to keep this core temperature, our organs around 100, our, our body temperature as we take it around 98. The number one thing that our body needs to help do that as water. Mm-hmm. We need water. Mm-hmm. And so alcohol is dehydrating. Everybody knows that. Everybody feels that way the day after they've drank some alcohol. It's removing the one thing that you need to keep your body warm. Yeah. Also dehydrating, like you, you start losing mucus in your body. Right. Like mucus is found in our nose, found in our intestines, found in our gut. It's found throughout our body that we need to help to stay healthy, stay warm, yep. stay active, stay moving. And then lastly, is everybody knows that alcohol can impair judgment. So even one even one drink can give you this um, this feeling of warm when you're actually getting colder. But say you have two, three, four drinks, some people will actually start to lose their judgment, feel warmer, and now they're removing a layer. They've lost judgment, they feel warmer, so they're removing a layer, and now their body doesn't have the ability to stay warm, so they're going to actually lose core temperature very, very quickly compared to somebody who is wearing all of their clothes and has not consumed alcohol. So alcohol and staying warm, there really is no... Um, 
there's really no case for it, no excuse for it. it. It's not something that is going to help you. There's another myth surrounding alcohol that I've heard many, many times that I kind of want to address here too, and that's a cold remedy. People make, mm. uh, I think they're called hotty toddies or <laughs> something like that. Something like that, Or yeah. take a shot of whiskey for cold medicine. I've heard that a lot. Uh, is that true? Can alcohol, can liquor like whiskey, can that really help as a cold remedy? And some people's argument for that will be that it's in cold medicine, but it's actually not true. Taking alcohol as a cold remedy is actually much like taking alcohol to stay warm. Not only is it not true, you're actually working backwards. You're working away from your goal. Again, it's dehydrating. Mm-hmm. Our body needs water to help us, and alcohol is actually an immunosuppressant, which means it suppresses your immune system. The number one thing you need to keep from getting sick and the number one thing you need to keep to get you better when you are sick is your immune system. So if you are suppressing that with alcohol, you're working backwards. You're definitely not helping yourself, and you're not neutral. You are working backwards if you're drinking alcohol. Uh, uh, we just mentioned, right, in our survival scenario, using it as a disinfectant. Is mm-hmm. that? I mean, is that true? Does it really disinfect if you were to rub it on a wound? I mean, it's, it depends on what proof you have. Absolutely, right. there's some antiseptic properties in it for sure. Um, I'm not going to clean a an ER room with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's let's Might get back to vinegar or bleach. That. Yeah, but you know, if if in a survival situation, if that's all you have, well, then absolutely. But the same thing with that situation, working through it, you're be- you're better off to pour it out and use the bottle to put snow in it or water in right. it and, and drink it that way. Like, there's so many things better, but you know, in the culture and and where we live, alcohol's worshipped. Yeah, you know? it's available, very readily available. It's it's very yeah right. yeah very very easy to 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 purchase and, and to get yeah. and it's found in a lot of items. Um, you were even telling me about some mouthwash, yeah. right? But um, you know, at the end of the day, we we idolize this thing called mm-hmm. alcohol, and there is a purpose, there is a use for it here on Earth, but most of the time, people overuse it and abuse it. Yeah, I don't confuse this podcast for. An argument for or against alcohol we we're debunking these two myths however nothing should be idolized over god he should be our one and only god and we we idolize uh we actually fall into the trap of idolizing things we don't even realize we're idolizing and that's really really scary um even as christians you know mm-hmm. down from from food the fancy food that we go eat to to alcohol to clothes to uh vehicles we we worship a lot of things and uh we don't want to fall into that trap at all, and, and alcohol falls into that thing, one of those things that we can come yeah, I mean, and idolize. I mean, to, to clarify what I'm meaning is that I love toothpaste. I think right. t- toothpaste is so important for us to use, to brush our teeth with. I don't go throughout my whole day saying, I can't wait to get home and use my toothpaste. Right. That's the point I'm trying to make. And and we that because we, we, in our society, use that so much, I think that's where this myth comes from of like, oh, let's use it to make me feel better. Yeah, there's... Right. There, people come up with a lot of excuses to to uh, to drink alcohol. People come up with every excuse under the sun to justify having a drink. And, oh, it helps me stay warm, or, oh, it's going to help my cold, or two that I've... Guys, I've heard them a lot. A lot, a lot. A yep. lot. And, and the fact is, they are uh, excuses. That's what they are. They're it's excuses right. to, to yep. justify it, because... The science actually not only does it not disprove it, it actually shows that you are working backwards of of what the case you're trying to make. Right. So, right. so don't do it if that's your goal. If if you're gonna say I'm gonna have a drink to have a drink, you'd be better off to do that. But uh, if for keeping you warm or fixing your cold, 
keep that stuff away from you because your body needs to do its job and alcohol is going to prevent it. From, and I want to, because I want to repeat that. it one more time why? Because I think this is important for people to know. We've shared it a couple times. It's because alcohol dilates the blood vessels in your skin. Mm-hmm. That results in chilled blood being carried back to the heart, which that's cooling. We talked about the 100 degree mark. Now you're right. cooling your body. It's trying to warm it up even when you're already cold. And that results in rapid heat loss. Thus, that's where we talk about hypothermia. Our body's dropping in the temperature, and that's why more people die from hypothermia. Um, let me say it this way. A drunk person is more likely to die from hypothermia than a sober person is. Right. And that's that's where we're wanting to debunk the myth. And I was going to kind of save this for later, but I feel like this is a better spot to put it in. When you drink alcohol to stay warm, when you drink alcohol not to stay warm, you... I mean, to be honest, we're not going to be, we'll be just candid about it. You and I have both drank alcohol before. Mm -hmm. When you do it, you'll feel like warm to your face, warm to your ears. And that's that vasodilation. Right. That that is what's happening there. So while you are feeling warm, your body is actually getting colder. And to take this a little deeper, our feelings don't change reality. We may feel one way but we cannot change reality with the way that we feel. And and the real deep example, I'm just going to cut straight to the chase. We may feel like there isn't a God. We may feel like heaven and hell do not exist. We may feel like we're not going to be judged. We may feel like we're a good person. But we're not. And there is a God, and there is a heaven, and there is a hell, and there is eternity. And we are going to be faced with that. Just because someone may feel like there isn't, that doesn't change the reality. Um, and that's not something that I want to be on the wrong end of. It really isn't. So um, there are people who feel very, very, very passionately um, against there being a God. And there are people who feel very passionately against the God that they know exists, but they don't like the situation and the things that their life has led to. Um, and a lot of people will blame God for that. And they can go ahead and place the blame. And a lot of times that does make us feel better. I've done it. God, why me? This is your fault. You've done this. Um, However, those feelings don't change the reality that I'm bad and I've probably dug that hole that I'm in and that the finger I should be pointing at is me. And that's alcohol is just a, a, a very symbolic thing for that if you're using it to keep you warm because you really truly feel warm, but you really truly are getting colder. And as we push God away, we may feel happier and more whole but we're really going the opposite of the way we're more empty and we're further from god and we're further from eternity and we're closer to hell and i don't want that for anybody for nobody um yeah i I wouldn't want that for anybody at all but you know brian thanks for for sharing that that super deep yeah absolutely and and it can be hard to share that because i I don't want to put anybody off or, or push anybody away from listening um i want this to be something that people can consume and learn from but if i really uh, you and I are, are passionate about um, what we know is truth, mm-hmm. and if if because we know it is truth, we hold a responsibility to share it. And so, if we're not sharing it, then then why would anybody else want to uh, believe and, and follow it too? So we we do have a responsibility to share. Um, not only that, we we love you. We love you who mm-hmm. are who are listening, and anybody who's ever put our podcast on, on our ears, been to our program, looked at our Facebook page. Um, even if they're not listening to this, and they're gonna be doing doing it in the future. Uh, we, we love them and, and we'd be glad to serve them and help them any way possible. Yeah. And, and Brian, I want people 
really to know that we share God because we truly want them to know that there is life after death, and it's not us just trying to cram God down their throat. You know, we say it, we bring up God a lot, especially over the last, I'll even say, 10 podcasts. And that's because he is indwelling within us, and he's working on us, and we feel more and more like we're supposed to say something, and so we're going to. And and, and so that's what we're going to do, um, for sure. So, Brian, earlier you talked about um, brought cough syrup and, and alcohol being in cough syrup. If cough syrup, if alcohol isn't a remedy for the cold, then why is it in our cough syrup? Yeah, and as a cold remedy, alcohol, you know, kind of getting back to that, people will say, well, alcohol, it does disinfect. And you, you said that when talking about the operating room, but alcohol only disinfects topically. You can't ingest alcohol and have it ingest in, or uh, disinfect in your bloodstream. It only does it topically. So if there's a virus on a table and you dump it on it, yeah, it's going it's going to kill the virus, but it doesn't work. I mean, alcohol would be a, a miracle drug if it worked like that because every time somebody had any kind of, I mean, if you had COVID, you just drink alcohol and then you wouldn't have COVID anymore. And it, it, we all know it doesn't work like that. Um, and then lastly, people will say, well, alcohol, I mean, some people know this, alcohol has excuse me, cough syrup has alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. It does. And so mm-hmm. well, people say, well, why would they put it in, in cough syrup, which we're told doctors tell us to take cough syrup for colds. Why would they put alcohol in it? And the main reason for that is, is some of the things that are in cough syrup that really do work against colds and, and cough and, and decongestion and all of that, they don't dissolve into solution in water. And the alcohol will actually dissolve them into solution. And then the alcohol actually acts as a preservative as well so that 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 cough syrup has a shelf life. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uses for alcohol, and that's right. a really cool, one, man. There are uses for it, but it, it isn't because alcohol itself is a good right. is a good cold remedy. So right. there's not really a great argument there. Um, that is it for this episode of the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. Again, we thank you all for listening. If you really appreciate and like what we are doing, we would greatly appreciate your financial support. If you are able to give, you can follow a link to our Patreon through any of our link tree links on our social media accounts also follow our social media accounts we share a lot of videos and tips and tricks on there leading up to podcasts and some of the programs that we're out teaching so kind of a cool place to stay up to date on all things meant to be outdoors Um, if you give on the patreon on the upper link a 25 dollars a month member we will actually ship a meant to be outdoors hat to your house which is kind of a really cool thing to be able to a cool way to be able to support us as well Um, download all the episodes hit the automatic download Please subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen. Follow on all our social media accounts. And as always, between now and our next episode of the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, find some time to get outdoors. Thank you for listening to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, hosted by Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. Please help us by subscribing. Also, follow along on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook.